0: Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker. And I'm here to help you unlock your true strength so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Katie Pijanowski and I am a certified health and life coach. And as we go through this pandemic together, I thought that this week would be a exceptional week to come on here and share some tips and tricks and tools from my toolbox that have really been helping me get through this pandemic. And today I'm really going to start off by talking about how to eat when working from home because many of us are working from home And work on the street is that many of us are talking about this supposed Corona 15 and how we need to practice social distancing from the fridge. If you're one of those people, I want you to raise your hand, like be honest, let me know in the comments. It's something that I really want to talk about because when it comes to our relationship with food, this is actually a fantastic experiment that we can do with ourselves and really start to be honest about what we're experiencing and to be really curious about why we're choosing to go to food for comfort and this is nothing that we have to be ashamed about we can be curious and open ourselves up to be observers of like what's really going on here and i have quite a few tips i think about four is what i'm going to share with you today four different tips on how to eat when you're working from home. So many of you have been expressing how it's difficult to control yourself and to use this willpower to not go to the fridge or the pantry and eat all of the snacks and good foods that you have. And I can totally relate because last week I found myself doing this too. Yes, myself, even as someone who has overcome binge eating, who is a health and life coach and a certified personal trainer, I still have those struggles and last week I was like hmm this is really interesting I was observing it and being curious and not beating myself up and I really came up with four different tips that have helped me get back in a better mindset around food and how I'm going to be carrying that out through this week so tip number one is something that I share with my one-on-one clients and it's called the 20-minute meal The idea here with the 20 minute meal is that we're simply slowing down the process of enjoying our food and eating our food and really actually allowing ourselves to like taste it and smell it and chew it. As someone who used to do a lot of binge eating and emotional eating, which we will talk about in this video, we often are overcome by this just urge to eat. And through this 20 minute meal experiment, what you're doing is it doesn't matter what you eat. I don't care if you're eating the healthiest salad or you're eating a pizza. I don't care. It doesn't matter what you eat in this video, it's all about how. And this first exercise really allows you to slow down, set a 20 minute timer or sometimes like I do 15 minutes and I just allow myself to like take a few bites and enjoy it and just really savor the flavors and ask myself, is this really what i want right now or maybe i want a few bites of it and to transition to something new and that's a really powerful experience that you can allow yourself to eat whatever it is you're eating and to just be present with that eating so that brings me to to my number two tip which is to move into a different space when you're eating because so many of us are working from home We are often sitting in our computers, and I was doing this last week, I would get my food and I'd sit in front of the computer and I'd eat my food and still work. And oftentimes what I find when I do this is that I am overeating just out of habit because I'm just working on something else and I'm being distracted and I'm not allowing myself to be present with this experience of eating. So what I just did right now is I was working on my computer in my room, I came out, I made some food, And I sat down at my counter up here and I just opened up a book and started reading. I'm not someone who can typically just sit there and like do nothing and eat. But if you're one of those people, that's super awesome. And I want to encourage you to continue to do that. But for me, just going into a different room, turning on the TV, something to just like keep my mind busy so that I can like really focus on like eating. And I'll take a few bites and I'll put my fork down. And just really chew it and savor the flavors and to maybe read a book like what i did today so stepping into a different space can really bring you into this like oh it's meal time and you set that 20 or even 15 minutes 15 minutes to really just take your time in eating and i think you'll be surprised that you might even find that you'll leave some food on the plate like i often do and i realize oh i'm good now like It's all good. You put it away and you go back to doing your work. So I highly encourage doing that. Number three, check in with your emotions. How many times do we do that when we sit down to eat? But when we are asking our bodies to digest food, when we are in a stress state, our bodies are not functioning properly to be able to digest that food. It just doesn't make any sense to ask our bodies to digest all this food that we're putting in when we're in a stress state or we're feeling overwhelmed or we're angry or we're sad about what's going on in the world, how it might be impacting our lives. So before you sit down to a meal, I highly recommend just checking in with those emotions. How am I feeling right now? And really what I was just feeling before I sat down to eat was anxious, feeling really anxious. I knew I have a lot to do today and that was making me feel really anxious. So one of the tips that I did for myself was I just focused on deep breathing. I use something called the five, five, seven breath, but really you can just breathe in really deep, hold it and release. So often we forget about the simplest things like breathing to help us to calm down, to come back into our bodies. When we're all in our head, which is often what happens when we're experiencing intense emotions like that, we're just all up in our head. So breathing and just allowing yourselves to come drop down into your body again can be a great way to relax that anxiety or whatever feeling that you might be going through. So check in with your emotions, really be honest about how you're feeling and take a moment moment to really process that, whether it's breathing or journaling or calling someone And allow your body to really relax before you start eating a meal and asking it to digest it. Okay, so I did mention I was going to talk about emotional versus physical hunger. Because these are often things that we get very confused. I know personally that last week I was experiencing a lot of emotional eating. I would be doing tasks for my job that I didn't want to do. And I would find myself having this sticky little thought that we can often just misplace or overlook of, Oh, I'll just grab these chips and the salsa and just eat this while I'm doing this task that I don't want to do. Right? How many of us have done that? Like I'm guilty of that. And there's no problem with that. We want to become the observer and be curious about why is that going on for me right now? So I started to get really curious and ask, why am I experiencing this like urge to like eat a snack? And it was because I just needed to take some time to like reflect and feel what I was feeling. And that is so, so important when we're, when we are like going to eat a meal, we need to like really just process what's going on. So here's the difference between physical and emotional hunger for those of you out there listening or listening to the replay. Awesome for you. So physical hunger is like a, this dull sensation that comes on. It's not urgent. It's very gentle. And it can come in different forms, so I think a lot of people think automatically that physical hunger is this growling in your stomach, which is absolutely true. But there are a lot of other ways that our bodies will signal us that we are hungry. It might be that you're fatigued and you notice that at work you're not being able to focus fully. It might be that you feel... You might feel like you're having some like thoughts about food even. You might just be thinking, oh, you know, I'm starting to get that time where I'm hungry. So it's very dull. It's very like, you know, like a tap on the shoulder, like, hey, you should probably eat something. It's very gentle. Emotional hunger is this overwhelming urge and impulse to eat. It's like, you know exactly what it is. It's like, I want the chips in the kitchen or I want the candy in the kitchen. And nothing, will, nothing else matters until I start eating that. It's like this just drive. I know this personally as someone who's experienced binge eating. That it's like this tunnel vision. It's like only that I have to, I have to make, have to eat this food, and it's very urgent. It's like I must do this right now. So that's a couple of ways to really distinguish between emotional and and physical hunger. So when you feel those urges coming on that's when we start to get curious. It's like, oh, that's interesting that I'm feeling this urge right now. I wonder what else I might be needing in my life. I wonder if maybe I just need a break. I wonder if I need to do some self-care today. That was what it was for me. I was experiencing a lot of burnout last week because I was just working and working and working. And this weekend, I really took that step back and allowed myself to like process all the things I was feeling and to know that it's okay and to work through some of that. This episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast is brought to you by my course, Binge No More, a self-paced course I created to help you overcome the obsession around food and experience ease with eating. I know when I was first starting my journey into overcoming binge eating and stepping into intuitive eating and finally pushing all that diet BS behind, I knew that there was so much going on. I felt very overwhelmed. So over the last few years, I've created a course to pack in all of the mindset tips, action steps, and strategies that I've personally used to help overcome binge eating as well as walked many of my clients through. I've even added some fantastic bonuses in there for you, like surviving the holidays with intuitive eating and how to handle diet talk to help further your transformation. You, my friend, deserve to drop the drama and guilt around food and finally just start living a life of freedom. Imagine being able to be around your favorite snacks and not feel like you need to eat them all right there in that moment. I know for me, when I was starting out, that seemed like such a faraway task, but I know that if you are committed to finally ending this cycle of diet and binge, that this course Binge No More is going to help you get there. If this is you and you're ready to finally overcome the obsession around food, head to wwwmindandbodystrongcom binge know more to learn more about my course and how you can enroll today. Now, let's get back to the episode. Number four that I'm going to give you is consistent meal times. When we're working at home, we might often just continue working, not give ourselves breaks. And I want to encourage you to set a timer even, if this helps you, to eat a meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and remind yourself to eat. (laughs) And if we're eating at consistent times and we're eating like full meals, because this is something I did last week as well, is I was just snacking all day, never really fully feeling satisfied and full. And so I would just continue snacking until I just didn't really feel super great. My energy wasn't super great. So one thing I want to recommend to you is with that consistent meal time is eat foods that are really just going to fill you up. So like for me, I really like potatoes and beans, they really fill me up, or even pasta. And I love making those big chopped salads that come with all the mixings in them and putting um, hard-boiled eggs on there or chicken and something like that. That makes me really full and satisfied. So I really highly recommend you build your meals in a such way that will allow you to feel fuller longer and experience that consistent energy throughout the day. When we get working and we might be stressed or overwhelmed about work or just whatever's going on in the world today, and oftentimes when we get in that stress state, we can often mistake the fact that our bodies do need food and we we can often not feel hungry. So I want to encourage you to check in with your body and ask yourself, you know, has it been, have I eaten all day? Like, how am I feeling? How's my energy levels? Maybe I should, you know, eat a little something to at least keep myself going. So I want to give you that reminder as well. So to go back over all of those tips on how to eat when you're working from home, remember not what you eat, we're all talking about how you eat because really how you eat is going to be so much more impactful to especially our experience while we're working at home. Number one, the 20-minute meal. Number two, move into a different space to enjoy your meal. Number three, check in with your emotions before you start eating. And number four, consistent meal times and remembering that difference between physical and emotional hunger. So I want you guys to really check in with yourself this week before you eat meals, after you eat meals, how are you feeling during, before, during, after? Is it providing you the energy you need to get through the day? Is it really you know, optimizing that? And if not, be curious about that and really start to open yourself up to the different opportunities that you have that you can use. Like all of these tools I just gave you are something that you can start implementing today. They're very easy, they're very tangible. So I highly recommend that you give those a try. And if you found this helpful at all, please share it with a friend if you might be struggling with this and share with me some of your favorite tips that you've learned that you're going to try out for the next seven days and just try them on, see how they work. And if they're not for you, it's cool. But at least you have some more tools in your toolbox to help you work through this. All right, you guys are amazing. Have a fantastic week. Everything is everything's going to be okay friends everything's going to be okay and we need to check in with ourselves and give ourselves that grace through these hard times so i love you all very much take care and we'll talk to you maybe tomorrow stay tuned Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.